0: Hi, brothers and sisters. Brother Joe here. <clears throat> I uh, hope you had a good week. I had a good week. And I pray that uh, everyone that is watching and the people that, that God draws to the video. Um, I prayed earnestly this week that, that the Lord would uh, uh, lead me to the scripture that he wanted to share with you today. And uh, I prayed earnestly that the Holy Spirit speaks through me. Um, to open your eyes, ears, heart, mind, and soul to, um, to what it is he wants you to learn today so that you can go and share it with other people, all right? Uh, the message today is about being a disciple of Christ. When we become a Christian, and most of you are, I know, um, we, we are fired up for the Lord when we first become a Christian, and we want to share with others. But what happens is many of us get uh, complacent and we go to church and we read every day and we pray every day, but we stop working for the Lord. We stop being a servant of the Lord. And, and that's detrimental, brothers and sisters. And we're going to read some scriptures about it. All right. So uh, we're just going to read two passages today. <clears throat> I may refer to some scriptures later and I will type the scriptures in the comments section of the Facebook live, Brother Joe's Facebook live and uh, YouTube and podcast, Brother Joe's uh, podcast and YouTube underneath the description. I will put the scriptures so that you can look back at those scriptures. The Bible says to test all spirits, right? You need to read the scriptures. See if what I'm telling you is true. The Holy Spirit will guide you and let you know if, if you're hearing the truth or not. Same thing when you go to church. You hear the pastor, test the spirit. Go home, study the word, see if it's right, okay? And God will, if you have Holy Spirit, he will give you the truth. All right, brothers and sisters? All right, so with that, the first thing we're going to read is a parable in Matthew chapter 20, and it's 1 through 16. For the kingdom of heaven is like a landlord who went out early in the morning to hire laborers for his vineyard. The vineyard is the world. And it's the Lord that has this vineyard. Now, when he had agreed with laborers for a denarius for a day, he sent them out into his vineyard.
1: And he went out
0: about the third hour and saw others standing idle in the marketplace. Remember that word, idle. they are not doing anything, right? And so he says to them, you also go into the vineyard and whatever is right, I will give you. So they went again. He went about the sixth hour and the ninth hour and did likewise. And about the 11th hour, he went out and found others standing idle. Remember, idle. And he said to them, why have you standing here idle all day? They said to him, because no one has hired us. He says to them, you also go into the vineyard and whatever is right, you will receive. So when evening comes, the owner of the vineyard says to the steward, God the Father says to Jesus, the steward is the shepherd, Jesus is our shepherd. Call the laborers, that's us, you and I, brothers and sisters, and give them their wages, beginning with the last to the first, the last being the ones in the eleventh hour, that's you and I, brothers and sisters. And when those came who were hired about the eleventh hour, they each received a denarius. But when the first came, they supposed that they would receive more. And they likewise received each a denarius. You see? They were upset because they worked longer hours. They worked harder. They gave up much more than you and I. Picture of the disciples. Peter's the first preacher of the gospel, right? Peter ends up dying. Uh, uh, a crucifixion, the early writers tell us. And he he says, crucify me upside down. I'm not worthy to die the same as our Lord. Paul is a Roman citizen. They can't crucify him, so they cut his head off. All of the disciples, brothers and sisters, die martyred deaths. Except for John. And John they put in a, in a, in a barrel of, of boiling grease to kill him. But God saves him and he doesn't get killed. So then they put him out on an island by himself. Solitary confinement. And that's where he he talks to the Lord. And he writes the book of Revelations. But you see what I'm saying brothers and sisters. They worked for the Lord to bring others to Christ way harder suffered way more than us, and they're the first. And see, this this is what we see here. And when they had received, they complained, being the first ones, against the landowner, which is God, saying, These last men have worked only in one hour, and you made them equal to us who have borne the burden and the heat of one day. But he answered, one of them and said friend I am doing you no wrong did you not agree with me for a denarius did you not agree with me Peter and Paul and James and John and all the rest to live for me to die for me and you will live in heaven forever and ever and you will have a mansion on top of that right he's telling you and i the same thing but we don't have to go through the same take what is yours and go your way i wish to give to this last man the same as to you is it not lawful for me to do what i wish with my own things or is it your evil because i am good Now, I want to point out that this is a parable. I'm not saying that when we get to heaven, that Peter or any of these great men of God is going to complain to God, okay? I'm not saying that. But God is using this to show us. This is what the parable is to show us, brothers and sisters, is we don't have to work as hard as them. Many of us, in the future, people are going to be martyrs, okay? Okay. Uh, The Antichrist is going to come, and um, he's going to want people to worship him. And if you don't, he's going to put some people to death. If they don't give alliance to him instead of Jesus. But you have, the Lord is very clear. If you deny me, I will deny you when you go to meet the Father. You don't want that, okay? Denying Jesus is blasphemy don't do it, okay? But what I'm telling you this is, is most of us, okay, are not going to experience that, I guarantee you. We're going to be here when Jesus comes. We're going to be ready for Him. He's going to take His church up and, the, and we are not, the Bible says clearly, we are not appointed to the wrath. That's the tribulation. We're not appointed to it. We're going to be taken out of this world and the people who are left, is it's going to be horrible. It's going to be horrible. All right? But we're going to be gone. And what I'm trying to tell you here, brothers and sisters, is we got to quit being lazy if we're being lazy. There's a a parable about talents. He gives each one a talent. When you get saved, you have a spiritual talent. You have to pray to the Lord to find out what your talent is. But when the Holy Spirit tugs on you to speak out for Jesus with someone, it's because he's worked on that person. Nobody comes to Jesus except for the ones the Father has drawn. You see, and he's worked on them already, okay? And so, when that happens, don't quench the Spirit, right? Spirits tell you to speak out, speak out. Spirits tell you to bring him to Christ, bring him to Christ, right? Now, the next last verse in this parable is, so the last will be first, and the first will be last, for many are called, but few are chosen, all right? Now, Many people misunderstand this. They think being chosen is being Paul, being Peter, being Billy Graham. All right? No. No, brothers and sisters. I'll explain it to you. Many are called as everybody who goes to the altar, who says the prayer of salvation, and asks the Lord to come in his heart. All right? To be filled with the Holy Spirit. All right? Because you have to have faith first. And then you ask for that. Well, the, the scripture is clear that unless you repent, that means obey the Lord, you will not receive the Holy Spirit. So then you have to put on that new person and put on Jesus and make proper changes in your life. Right? To obey the Lord. He knows you're not perfect. He knows you're going to make mistakes, but you're not going to be the same sinner as you were before. You're not going to perpetually sin. Right? All right. So when that happens, and you uh, you renew your mind, because we are born with this carnal mind, you renew your mind by making proper changes, like giving you getting rid of evil company they they will cause you to sin, getting rid of anything that causes you to sin. Then God will fill you with the Holy Spirit and seal you for the day of redemption and write your name in the book of life. That's the chosen people, the ones that receive the Holy Spirit, brothers and sisters. The called, many are called, are the ones that are called and ask God in their heart, right? And they tell the Lord they're going to repent. But they just say that with their lips. They don't change. They don't receive the Holy Spirit. They're not chosen. But you, brothers and sisters, if you're chosen and you have the Holy Spirit, what? You're asked to be a servant of his vineyard. You understand you, it is required that you serve the Lord in his vineyard by bringing people to Christ, brothers and sisters. All right? And one last passage. This is found in the book of John, chapter 4, verse 34 through 38. Jesus said to them, My food is doing the will of him who sent me and to finish his work. Now, Jesus, his goal... His, uh, everyone wants to know you know, What they're supposed to do in life All right, It's to do the will of God And this is what Jesus does We want to have the mind of Jesus And that is to please God And do his will If we're not doing his will We're not pleasing God So this is what we want to do Is emulate Jesus And do the will of God So then he says do you not say, There are still four months, and then comes the harvest? Behold, I say to you, Lift up your eyes and look at the fields, for they are already white for harvest. And he who reaps receives wages and gathers fruit into the eternal life. And both he who sows and he who reaps may rejoice together. You see? Somebody has planted a seed. Everybody knows about Jesus now. The Lord says clearly, he's not coming until everyone has heard of him. Everyone has heard of him. Why? Because those first patriarchs, they went out and they were eyewitnesses of Jesus. And they didn't deny Jesus. If they denied Jesus, they wouldn't have died these, these uh, martyr deaths. That's why the Christian religion survived for 2,000 years, brothers and sisters, because they went to their death they would not denounce God. They would not deny Jesus. And because of that, it has survived. You see? But now we have to pick up the torch and run with it. All right? We have to bring others to Christ. We have to reap. He says the, the harvest is white. There's so many people out there just waiting for you to bring them to Christ, to share Jesus with them, to share the Lord's prayer with them, to guide them to a church. Give them a Bible, all right? Remember the talents. Everyone has a talent. Well, that parable, one guy, he buries his talent because he's scared. Don't be scared, brothers and sisters. Because then God comes and says, you lazy servant. You know what happens to him? A servant is a believer, brothers and sisters. He gets thrown into hell. You understand? You have to bear fruit. There's another parable. A tree does not bear fruit for three years. Jesus comes to the pastor and says, cut it down. Throw it in the fire. The pastor says, no, please, please. Let me fertilize and water it. And for a year, then if it doesn't bear fruit, do as you will. Right? The Lord says, it's taking up ground. Why is it taking up space in my ground? I can put a baby in its place and kill it. You don't want that to happen to you, brothers and sisters. The harvest is white. And also what it's telling you too is when the harvest is is ripe, that's when Jesus comes. We're in the last days. Jesus is coming. You and I, brothers and sisters, have to save as many people as we can. But listen, you're not going to preach to everybody you come in contact with. Because remember... No one comes to Jesus except the ones that draw him. That's what the scripture says. So God will let you know through the Holy Spirit this is the person to talk to, all right? Let me give you an example. I was in church Sunday and there's a young man there named Aaron and he's on a bus, he gives a testimony. He's on a bus and there's a man next to him and the man tells him that he's scared of dying. And Aaron smiles, almost laughs. And the guy says, what, what, Why are you doing that? Aren't you scared to die? And Aaron says, Shares with him, No, no, brother. I got Jesus in my heart. I know where I'm going. I'm going to heaven and be with my Lord. No more tears, no more crying, no more suffering. That day, that very day, he brought that man to Christ. You see? But somebody worked on him all the time, so don't get puffed up when that happens. But when it happens to you, when God calls on you to bring that person to Christ, do it. Do it, brothers and sisters. And angels will be celebrating in heaven with one soul that comes to Jesus. Do you understand? That's big. That's big if you do that, right? And um, you know, I invite you to to tap the share button. If you're listening to this and you will, you will get the blessing that I get when I do the Lord's Prayer with somebody today that wants to get saved today. You will get the same reward because you hit share button because it's going to go out to maybe one of your hundred friends or hundreds friends. And that one person may receive God because you tap the share button. You understand if you can't tap the share button, brother, how are you going to speak to the man on the bus, right? It's like I tell my, my family, if you cannot share Jesus with your friends, or better yet, your family, how are you going to share with a stranger, brothers and sisters? It's like this, brothers and sisters. When you become a Christian, you're on the team. You've got a uniform, you're sitting on the bench. you got to get in the game. You understand? Get in the game. Don't stay on the bench. All right, brothers and sisters. Now, if you're watching this video or or listening to this podcast and and you want to be saved today, right now. Well, that's because God has drawn you to him. You will feel a tugging on your heart. If you've ever flown a kite and you hold the string and the string wants to pull you. God himself, the Holy Spirit, is tugging on your heart today to get saved. And if that's you, brothers or sisters, I want to lead you in a prayer of salvation right now. Right now. So if that's you, please bow your head and repeat after me. Dear Heavenly Father.
1: Dear Heavenly Father.
0: We humbly come before your throne.
1: We humbly come before your throne
0: to thank you for sending your son
1: to thank you for sending your son
0: in human form to die for my sins
1: in human form to die for my sins
0: dear heavenly father
1: dear heavenly father
0: i promise to change my sinful ways
1: i promise to change my sinful ways
0: and follow your holy spirit wherever it leads me
1: and follow your holy spirit wherever it leads me
0: and please, Father, fill me with your Holy Spirit.
1: And please, Father, fill me with your Holy Spirit.
0: Help me to renew my mind to be worthy to receive your Spirit.
1: Help me to renew my mind to be worthy to receive your Holy Spirit.
0: And wash me with the blood of Jesus.
1: And wash me with the blood of Jesus.
0: And write my name in the book of life.
1: And write my name in the book of life.
0: And seal me for the day of redemption.
1: And seal me for the day of redemption.
0: And I pray this in the precious name of Jesus.
1: And I pray this in the precious name of Jesus. The precious name of
0: Yeshua.
1: The precious name of Yeshua. Amen. Amen.
0: Amen, brothers and sisters. Now, if you've said that prayer, you have just made an oath to God to change your life. To repent. Scripture is clear in Acts 2.38. If you repent, you shall receive the Holy Spirit. And when you receive the Holy Spirit, that's part of Jesus. You pray straight to God. In Jesus' name, he intercedes for us. Nothing more powerful than that, brothers and sisters. And so uh, you need to find a Bible teaching church. right. And you need to get a Bible. You need to read. I suggest reading a chapter a day. And pray every day. I pray a formal prayer in the morning, a formal prayer at night, but I speak to my Heavenly Father all day long. And Scripture says, Jesus himself says, In that day I do not say to pray to me, but pray to the Father in my name. That's why when you hear born-again Christians, they all say in Jesus' name. Do not be ashamed to say Jesus or Yeshua's name. I hear many people today say in his name. In his name, what is that? That could be Buddha. That could be Muhammad. In Jesus, in Yeshua's name, be proud. That's the name the Bible says to pray in. That's the new covenant, brothers and sisters. So do it and be proud. All right? All right, brothers and sisters. All I got to say is remember to pray up and read up every day and keep the love of Jesus, Yeshua, in your heart and we'll all be together in heaven someday. Amen.